Welcome back everybody. This is Eric and Chad here with Iraq Veteran 8888. Today we've got another gun gripe episode for you and we are going to be talking about the unrest going on in Hong Kong. This is not going to be a very easy thing for us to talk about because there's a lot of uh, emotions flaring from very, many different sides on this issue. But we thought that we would expand on it because it's important to show some solidarity with freedom-loving people around the world. And it's an important talking point uh, that's totally related to firearms ownership. And maybe this will open your eyes to some things that maybe you've never considered. So um, we definitely want to take a moment to thank the kind folks at SDI for supporting gun gripes and allowing us to continue life. Uh, putting these videos out raw, unfiltered, straight from the heart. They have excellent gunsmithing programs. Totally a great group of people worth looking into. So let's dive into this thing. I mean, I know you guys have probably seen a ton of news coverage where people are obviously getting shot, tased, pepper sprayed, or worse, mm -hmm. out in the streets of Hong Kong. And it is, it breaks my heart, it really does, you know. It takes a lot to offend me, and it takes a lot to surprise me, okay? I'm not an easily offended person, not by a long shot. But when I see a citizen of Hong Kong holding up a flag that belongs to my country, and they're begging for freedom, begging for the Second Amendment, because they want to be able to protect their way of life and to protect their very lives, right? It's a very touching thing, and, and I felt that more importantly than anything else, it was important in this video for us to show solidarity and love for those people because, you know, when you live in a country that has so many freedoms and they're so held in high regard all around the world that someone wants to completely cast aside their own existence and identify with that freedom that you have, it should be a very humbling wake-up call to people that live here that want the very freedoms that they're begging for to go away in their own backyard. You know, it's very, very, very sad, and it's a, uh, it's a tragic situation, mm -hmm. okay? Now, there are many political things in play in Hong Kong that we will discuss a little bit, but I wanted that to be kind of the main view of this video, is there are so many anti-gunners here in this country that want to see the Second Amendment go away, they want to look at firearms ownership as an antiquated talking point that doesn't have a place in modern society anymore. But yet, here you have these people that are begging for the tools to defend themselves against a tyrannical government. And uh, I would really hate to see a situation on my soil where we're in a position where a compromise such as that has to take place. We should never have to compromise with tyrants. No person... No free person in this entire world should have to compromise with tyrants. Mm -hmm. And that's why the Hong Kong protesters hold up the American flag, because they view it as a beacon of freedom, and they view it as the birthplace and home of free people born with an unalienable rights given to them by their Creator. And that's a very important and, and touching thing to see. You know, when I saw that, I, I just didn't know what to think, so... Now, what makes it sad, like Eric said, is to see people here in our own backyard who are protesting against the freedoms that we have and wanting a more socialist, more communist regime to rule over them and give them everything that they need. You know, unknowingly submitting themselves to be 100% subjects and no longer citizens of a free country. That's the sad thing to me. And like Eric said, people begging to come into this country 
and there's not enough visas for folks to come in legally. And you have people that will, you know, they'll, they'll commit suicide because they're so saddened that they can't come here to this country. And that's a fact. And it happened to a friend of ours. Yes. And I, I don't want to, yeah, out of respect for his family, I'm not going to mention his real name, but, but our, it, it, our buddy, we, we had a buddy from Germany, and he committed suicide. He wanted to come here so bad. He loved us, loved this country, loved visiting us, and we loved having him over here. He's such a nice guy. And we got a call from his father, and he couldn't handle it. He ended it, and very, very tragic. But I remember the last conversation I had with him. He said, I love you guys. I, I want to be here. I want to be American. He he wanted to come to our country so bad and couldn't get a, a way here, you know, and it bear down on him so much that he had to end his life. And I have to live with that because it's like when you're responsible for showing people those freedoms and then they can't obtain those freedoms. I mean, don't get me wrong. It's awesome that you change people's hearts and minds, but then it's tragic when, you know, you almost feel a little responsible. I have to live with that. You know what I mean? Like he was such a good dude and he, he loved our country, loved being here. Yep. I mean, I, I hate, Man, I hate know? bringing it up, but me too. It's, it's a point that needs to be made. And anybody who thinks that it's okay to live under that sort of tyranny, you're wrong. You are 100% wrong. But a little history lesson of Hong Kong, if you guys Let's don't get know. Into it. All right, so Hong Kong was under British rule for a long while. That ended in the late 90s, okay? Uh, when control of the country, because Hong Kong is kind of this own little independent nation state within, you know, China, the Chinese kind of peninsula there. And um, they they have they have enjoyed a number of freedoms that the mainland Chinese or Chinese don't get to enjoy. Uh, they had a, a different electoral system. They had a, a few other things that were afforded to them that they enjoyed a, a very decent way of life. Even and I feel like this is really important go to ahead. mention. I'm sorry to interrupt, no, go ahead. but it's important to mention internet access. Yes, exactly. That's a huge huge thing. Access Hong to Kong the world has yeah. access to the outside world, whereby main China mainland China does not. Yep. That's very um, important here. But uh, control of Hong Kong was turned back over to the Chinese, okay? And the, the, the Hong Kongians, the Hong Kongers, um, the, the people of Hong Kong were very dissatisfied with several laws that were being implemented or proposed changes and such, and they protested numerous times throughout the early 2000s up into the uh, like 20, 2014 area. There were more protests and stuff. And the most recent thing was the proposal of this extradition bill that really set the uh, the wheels in motion again, and that's where all of these huge protests have been stemming from. They want their freedom. They want to be free of the tyranny of mainland China and that government bearing down on them. And um, you know, it, it is a sad state of affairs when when they want that freedom that we enjoy and that we take for granted. That a lot of people here take. Mainland for China absolutely restricts access to many, many, many things especially when it comes to access to information and the freedom of exchange of information. Uh, if you take the sub or the train or whatever over from Hong Kong to mainland China, you get to a point, it's like it just turns off, bam. You, you wear access on YouTube, Facebook, all of these really cool things, and all of a sudden, blacked out. Like They censor that stuff because they don't want people having access mm -hmm. to information. They want to be the household information. It comes from the state. Doesn't come from you know you wanting to free your mind and free your thoughts and to have a different perspective. They want to control the perspective. That's why 
all of this censorship stuff is really, really scary that's going on in the U.S., right? Mm -hmm. You know, Google, YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, all these social media outlets have attempted very difficulty, I might add, which is good, that it's been hard for them, but they've, they've made very legitimate attempts to shadow ban us, to censor us, to make sure that our, our content doesn't cross-populate amongst other non-gun areas, right? So, like, what they want to do is put us sort of in a uh, in a vacuum to where we're only, you know, talking to our own people that we've ever only talked to before and not reaching a new and different audience. And then on the other side of the situation, they want the people on the left that have extremely opposing views to us to have a huge soapbox that goes out to millions and millions of people and then restrict our access to those people by way of shadow bans, by way of dirty algorithms. These things are real things that are happening here uh, in the U.S. China also implements, which we've already done a video on it. I'm not going to spend a lot of time on it, so go and check out the video. They are implementing, starting next year, a social credit system. Okay, so like a fiscal credit system that gives you a number based on your credit worthiness, right? We have that here in the U.S., right? You have a credit score. A social credit score grades you based on many, many different social factors, such as the company you keep, uh, the posts that you make on social media, um, the habits you might have, whether you drink or smoke, whether you're married, uh, whether, you know, in some cases, whether you may be a homosexual versus uh, someone who's straight, or any other amount of different uh, factors that they could use to determine your worthiness from a social rating. The lower the social rating, the less goods and services you have access to as a citizen. The higher the social rating, of course, the higher the social rating, the more goods you have access to as a, as a citizen. That's scary stuff. Hong Kong, the citizens of Hong Kong, I should say, they don't want no part in that. They've mm -hmm. lived un under this wonderful freedom, had relatively open access mm -hmm. to many things within their society. <clears throat> and of course you don't want those things taken away. Nobody wants... Nobody wants that. Well, let's see. You just said you, you said the main thing there that needs to be uh, brought to the surface here in this video. Hong Kong citizens. Citizens of Hong Kong. What do you have in China? Subjects. Yeah. I mean, but the protests and stuff, they, there's recent protests that are getting wild. I mean, like Eric said. They're, they're throwing Molotov cocktails. Guys are getting They're throwing shot. firebombs. Yep. We're talking about the protesters. Yep. They're using laser pins. I know you've probably seen all the... So China just made a recent post. Oh, now we're considering a citizen that has a laser pin is now it's a weapon. Yes. Because, oh, they showed a little thing where at cl real close you will burn paper. Oh, you're burning you know, the police officer's eyeballs out. And they're shining them up at the at the uh, security cameras mm -hmm. and said, oh, it's damaging the security cameras. Well, of course it's damaging the security cameras. Yeah. I mean, duh. The thing is, though, there's no Control. firearms ownership in Hong Kong. So remember, when you see all of these things that are going on, the one thing that you have to keep in the back of your mind is history is doomed to repeat itself if we don't learn from it. History has taught us that any time a regime, a government, a group of people restricts firearms ownership uh, to the masses... It always ends in tyranny. It always ends with the boot. It always ends always. with genocide. It does. And I worry and I feel for our citizens that are in Hong Kong, these removed Americans. That's the way I look at it. Amer being American is in your heart. It's not where you are, right? 
I mean, now granted, some of us are born here, but some of us aren't. Some people are just born with a freedom in their mind that they know they just want to have, right? They identify with that freedom, and they want that freedom, and they want to be a part of it. So, I, I you know, they're removed people. You, you can't look at it from a perspective anymore where it's like, oh, well, those people are all on the other side of the world, and they don't matter. Uh, they do matter, okay? Uh, we, we can't just uh, leave these people behind, and it's it's sad. I mean, when you look at social media, there's tons of Americans that are like, ship them crates of guns and stuff. I mean, <laughs> yeah. of course our answer is, you know, <laughs> ship them crates of guns, but now obviously all that stuff will get seized, but uh, there are. Now, there, there is something you can do, okay? Believe it or not, there's something you can do. There is a group of folks, and I don't know the, their names off the top of my head, but we'll try to get the information for you. They are sending medical supplies mm. over to uh, the citizens of Hong Kong. Uh, I'll try to maybe share some information. Look, go follow us on Instagram and Facebook. Make sure you follow us on those two outlets because we always share lots of information related to these videos that don't make it into the actual video. So uh, there is a group of people that have been sending medical supplies. So maybe we'll donate some medical supplies or we'll have an area where maybe you can donate a few bucks to go towards medical supplies. Mm. And that's a way that you can directly help uh, the folks in Hong Kong, at least with medical supplies. All right, so that's pretty much it for this video, but anything else, Chad? No, I mean, not really. Uh, the only thing I can think of is, um, you know, America, I mean, we're, we're not a perfect country. No country in the world is perfect, but, you know, we've made some mistakes, but I'm blessed to have been born here. And I think a lot of people feel that same way, too. And, um, you know, we're the most hated country in the world for but, a reason. But... But we everybody may, we, wants to be here. We, we may be the most hated, but people always do typically align themselves with our values at some point. Yep. The bad things have to happen for long enough to enough generations before finally they go, you know what? I'm tired of this crap. These, these freaking Americans over here eating McDonald's, a <laughs> bunch of fat whatever. You know what I mean? They're thinking, well, you know, they may not be making the, be the best lifestyle choices, but they are free. Freedom does have a certain flavor that... Unfortunately, there's a lot of folks that will never truly know, and that's that's tragic. Yeah, it's very tragic. Uh, you know, I just can't wake up and go about my day and not think at some point, like man, some somewhere, someone in this world is hurting. You know, and there and there's no reason for it, like yeah. other than they just have no freedom. And gosh, it's just. It's tragic. <clears throat> well, see, Eric has experience, too, because he's been around the world a bit, and he's seen the way other people live. And, like, stories I've heard, like, I don't want to live like that. I don't want to live under that government. I mean, I don't, don't. want no part of that. You know? You don't. That's awful. It is awful. So we wanted to make this video mainly as an olive branch to our, uh, you know, our folks in Hong Kong who are hurting, and we feel for you. We're, we're very, very, trust me. Not every American's living under a rock. We no. know what's going on. We listen to you guys, and we feel for you. We know it's a very trying situation. I actually have a close friend of mine who is from Hong Kong originally. Her father still lives in Hong Kong. So I get to hear this from her just about every week. You know, I'll get a message from them, and, and they're like, hey, this is what's going on, and her dad is scared, you know, and that, that hits close to home. These people are my friends, you know, they're my mm -hmm. colleagues, right? These folks I'm talking about, and they deal with this every day, and her father is telling her, you know, this is scary, you know, I, I don't know what to do, and, 
you know, it hits close to home when it's someone that you know really well too. So we feel for y'all and we want y'all to be free. And uh, we hope that it all works out and all we can do is keep our eye on it and see how it goes. But we wanted to make this video as an olive branch just to let you know that there's a lot of us that understand what you're going through and we we hope that life gets better and uh, maybe they, they change their ways. We'll see. But uh, thank you so much for watching today's video. We really appreciate the support. All of you who purchased t-shirts, man cans, knives over on the website. That's, yeah, Roof Koreans. That's Look a new that. one. That is a new one. That's been a Fresh. popular shirt. Go over to Ballistic Inc., grab a shirt. If you love what we do and you'd like to support us, that's one of the most direct ways you can support us is through the purchase of t-shirts, man cans, or you can go over on Patreon, donate a few bucks each month. All those funds go right back into supporting our efforts. Thank you so much for being a part of what we do. Thank you for watching. Many more videos on the way, and we'll see you guys next time.